You are about to embark on a journey. A journey where your worst fears become reality. A journey where hell is not below us, but amongst us. Don't be afraid, relax, and take a seat while I open the box of horrors. Good afternoon, horror story junkies, and welcome back to another episode of Box of Horrors. My name is Israel Johnson, and I am your host. So I was, uh, I woke up this morning and I was trying to figure out what story I was going to um, choose today for the for the podcast. And I was doing some research on Amazon and looking up some reviews and stuff for certain short story collections and things like that. Almost went with another uh, classic horror story collection. But I found something interesting. It is a book of 50 short stories written by one author. That's right, one author. Her name is Darcy Coates. Um, The short story collection is called Small Horrors, a collection of 50 creepy stories. Now, while I was looking into this... um, I noticed two good things. The stories are nice, short, and to the point. And also, the stories are something that the subject matter is something that I find interesting, very interesting too. So, I'm very excited to jump into this, and I will probably do multiple episodes on this book in particular if I'm being honest and the story that we're going to read today is actually something that I'm excited to read I haven't read it I'm probably going to try to keep myself from reading I don't know if I'm going to try to keep myself from reading the the entire book so that I can like save my excitement for the podcast. Um, But I'll try my best, but all of these stories seem pretty damn cool. This one that I'm gonna read today is titled The Woman in the Morgue. It's about a um, body that goes missing in the morgue That's all I could find on a description online. So let's jump right into this. I'll see you guys at the end. Frank leaned on the surveillance room's doorframe and glanced over the dozen screens set up above the desk. Hey, Lest, how's it going? Lester, chip packet in one hand, swiveled his chair to give Frank a wide grin. If it isn't my favorite nurse, get your butt in here and grab a drink. With the final glance at the nurse's station down the hallway, Frank slipped into the room and relaxed into the spare seat. Thanks, he said, taking the offered soda. It's been crazy tonight. Oh yeah? Yeah, three patients coded. Can you believe it? Things have quieted down now, thankfully. 
he let his eyes skip over the screens, which showed every floor of the hospital. Frank loved coming into the security rooms during his break or when the nurse's station went through a quiet patch. He found it soothing to watch the bustle of the hospital without having to be involved. Anything interesting happened tonight? Not much, Lester said. Had a family that tried to get out of the wrong door. They spent at least five minutes pushing and pulling on the handle before a nurse took pity on them and showed them to the right exit. Oh, and check this lady out. I reckon she must be from the psych ward. I have no idea how she got down there, though. Frank leaned forward to look at the indicated screen. Isn't that the morgue? Yeah, it absolutely is. She's not a doctor. I have no idea how she would have gotten in there. The woman dressed in slacks and a singlet walked up and down the length of the room, pausing to look at the labels designating which body was stored in each unit. She had her back to the camera, so all Frank could see were her fluttering hands and long black hair. You going to do anything about that? he asked, shooting a critical glare at his friend. It's a restricted section. Relax. Lester shook the chip packet at Frank, who waved it away. I've already sent Paulo to bring her out. He should be there any time now. Even before he'd finished speaking, the morgue's door opened. Paulo, their lanky security guard, ambled inside. He stopped just inside the door, his back to the camera, and faced the woman. She showed no signs of acknowledging his presence. After a moment, Paulo unclipped his walkie-talkie and spoke into it. Its partner, which rested on Lester's desk, crackled, but no noise came out. Lester swore at the black box as he picked it up. Piece of garbage is malfunctioning again. Hey, Paulo, I can't hear you. Paulo turned to look at the security camera and spoke again, though the footage was too grainy for Lester to read his lips. You're not coming through, idiot, Lester said, but Paulo didn't seem to hear him, either. The security guard turned and left the morgue, locking the door after himself. The woman either didn't notice or didn't care. She continued to pace, her hands twitching by her sides as she read the labels. Why is he leaving her there? Frank leaned forward to scowl at the cameras. Lester huffed in frustration and threw his empty chip packet to one side. Geez, no idea. Maybe she really is psychotic and Paulo needs one of the nurses to help subdue her. Dibs, not me. Even though his tone was casual, Frank found himself unable to look away from the woman on the screen. There was something disturbing about the way she moved, pacing awkwardly with her hands fluttering about her face as she glanced at each of the tags. She was searching for something, or someone. Paulo entered the surveillance room, ducking to fit his tall self under the doorframe. Where'd she go? he asked Lester. Lester blinked at him, then frowned. Nowhere, idiot. Why'd you leave her? What? 
she wasn't there. Did she leave the morgue or something? Frank tuned out the argument as he stared at the screen. The woman had turned to look behind herself, and in that second of seeing her face, he recognized her. He'd seen her only briefly an hour earlier, but he knew he would never forget that face with its bulging eyes and froth bubbling over the blue lips as he and a team of two doctors and four other nurses tried and failed to save her life. I like it, I like it, I like it. I really want to read another story actually, but I don't have time. I have to run to the DMV. Um, awesome. I am totally going to read more of that on the podcast. That was a really cool story. How uh, they could see her on the camera, but they couldn't see her. But the other security guard, <clears throat> my voice cracked, excuse me. But the other security guard couldn't see her in person. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. Um, I'll see you guys next week. I'm going to go run to the DMV. Hopefully it's a quick trip. You know it's never a quick trip, though, when you go to the DMV, unfortunately. So I'll see you guys next week. I'll probably read from this book again next week. We'll see. Maybe I'll do two stories. Maybe three. We'll see. Because they're all pretty short. So yeah, we'll just, we'll just play it by ear. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I am uh, going to get out of here. Peace out. See you guys next week on Box of Horrors. Bye.